Hello, everybody, and welcome to week three of the Emmaus Road Youth Podcast. Thanks for tuning in um, for a third week. It is awesome to have you listening with us today. Um, yeah, we're going to play some fun games today. We're going to be talking about some um, some tough stuff today, uh, and we're going to be looking at the topic of forgiveness, um, something that I think everyone has experienced or has a little bit of experience with uh, in their lives, no matter how old um, they are. Um, but before we kick off, let me introduce to you uh, to our guests today. We have Matt back with us um, after his week off last week, uh, and we have our first-timer, Sam Ray, um, with us this week. Uh, it's awesome to have both of you with us, um, but let's get to know you guys a little bit. So, Matt, why don't you um, tell us quickly for those new listeners, new listeners a little bit about yourself, and then what's the best impression you can make or do? Oh, wow. Best impression. Uh, well, uh, hello, everyone. My name's Matt. Um, I am... Uh, on the staff team at Emmaus Road, been involved in the youth work there and other bits and bobs for the last sort of seven years or so. Uh, wonderful to be with you today. Thanks for having me. Um, my best impression, I have been told I do a pretty good baby dinosaur impression, if you want to hear that. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I, just need I to, really want to hear that. Okay, I just need to warm myself up a little bit. <clears throat> mm. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, here we go. Wow. I can actually wow. probably do it better than that. One sec. One sec. It's pretty good. Isn't wow, it? pretty good. Well, do you know what? I watched Jurassic Park the other day, and yeah. I, you must have been in the movie. Yeah, it's actually my voice on it. It's, yeah, you got a voiceover job when you were very yeah, young. I, yeah, I only did the baby dinosaurs though. <laughs> I only did the baby ones. Mm. Wow, that's awesome. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah, no worries, Sam. Hello everyone, my name's Sam, um, I'm also on the staff team at Emmaus um, and I do the kids stuff, um, and kind of like Matt actually, I'm famous in a film, um, I also do, I do Shrek pretty good I'd say, <laughs> um, let me just channel minor Shrek, <laughs> ogres are like onions, onions have layers, ogres have layers, what do you think? Mate, the thing is, you have a Scottish accent, so you've essentially just said that line. It's not really an impression. <laughs> it's pretty good, though, isn't it? I suppose. That's like me doing, I mean, like, you had... that's like me doing an impression of a 32-year-old man from the south of England <laughs> and just saying something in my normal voice. I mean, it's the best I can do, I'm afraid. You had me fooled, Sam. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. What about you, Thanks, Joel? Sam. Um... Oh, I don't know if I can top the the Shrek impression. I mean, that set the bar pretty high. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to be able. To, I I say I used to be able to do it because I haven't done this in a long time. But I used to be able to do like a really good impression of an elephant. Oh come on! Um, but I don't think I can anymore. You got this. All right, I'll give it a go. We believe in you. <laughs> wow, that was that pretty didn't sound good. like an elephant, did it? <laughs> <laughs> it did actually. <laughs> Go on, do it again, dude. Wow. No, I can't it actually do, I don't does. Do it anymore. Yeah. It does sound like <laughs> an elephant. Good. I'm glad that someone feels like it does. I don't know. I, haven't, I used to have to do it much better than that. The best thing is um, I can see you doing it uh, over the video and um, <laughs> looks quite interesting. It looks, yeah, well, it looks more interesting than it sounds, I think. Um, 
Awesome. Well, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, what a way to start uh, start us off. Um, I thought we'd play a little game um, today, uh, and um, I've been inspired. We've, I've been playing a lot of board games recently um, because we've been at home quite a lot, um, playing board games over uh, Zoom and Skype and Microsoft Teams and all these different channels that we're using to stay in touch. Um, Monopoly, that works really well on... Um, on Zoom and online. Um, but another game that I think works quite well is a game called Five Second Rule. Mm. Um, now, I don't know if you guys have heard about this game. Um, they actually play it on the Ellen Show in America quite a lot. Mm. So uh, it's kind of what's inspired me for this morning's game. And what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to give you guys a category. Mm. Uh, and then I'm going to give you five seconds to name three things in that category. Okay. Okay, so it's it's harder than you think. Like, if you might be thinking, oh, that's really easy. Like, I can name three three things in five seconds. That's fine. You'll panic in the moment. Well, I say that. Hopefully, you do, because then that's why it's funny. Um, but I'm going to give you guys category three things, five seconds. I'm going to hold a um, got a timer up, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'll clap when your time's up, all right, all right. so it's really clear. All right. Yeah. So uh, I don't know who wants to go first uh, with with oh. my categories. Sam, great, awesome. Mm. Sam's going first. Okay. The first category is... Name three sports that don't need a ball. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any. Stop. Oh, man, that's hard. <laughs> All I could think of was tennis. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> tennis. <laughs> Yeah. We're off to a great you, start. Have you ever played tennis, Sam? Yeah, I have. <laughs> did you use a ball? Yeah, I did. Acceptable <laughs> uh. answers. Badminton oh. would have been fine. Wrestling. Chess. Um, wrestling. Archery. Oh, yeah. Archery, yeah. All, all acceptable Shop sports. Put. Athletics. Shop. It's got Long a job, it? Discus. Shop put. Oh, yeah, shot put does, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. That's true. Yeah, how many? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. All right, so no points to Sam. Let's move off to a great start. Good job, man. Next one. Here we go. Matt, your category is three birds of prey. Birds of prey. Falcon, eagle, kite. Ooh. Was that in time? Yeah. It sounded in time to me. Yeah? Sam, was that sounded in time? Great. Awesome. What is Falcon, mm. Eagle and a Kite? Yeah. Very good. Um, very good. Matt, you're 1-0 up. Thank you. Okay, next one. Here we go. You can see how this Come game's going to go. Sam, back to you. This is coming back to you now. <laughs> if you need any help, Sam, just let me know. I'll let you know. Sam, three things you do at church. Pray, worship, lead kids groups. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Very good. Area very good. Expertise. All right. One one, Matt. Yeah. Area of expertise, Matt. We're coming back to you. Mm-hmm. Three counties in the UK: Surrey, Hampshire, Yorkshire. Wow. Ages, loads of time left. Yeah. Matt yeah. takes a two-one lead. Geography, it's my thing. <laughs> Geography's his thing. Did you do geography at GCC when you were in school? No, no, I didn't. No, you just Wasn't good enough, got better at it later in life. Okay, Sam. It's two one to Matt, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, Sam, back to you. I'm ready. Three breeds of dog. Uh, Labrador, Golden Retriever, Ooh. Pitbull. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Very just, good. Just uh, quickly here, 
I don't think a pit bull is technically a breed of dog. A pit bull is like more a term given for a certain type of cross. We'll allow I'm it. pretty sure. I mean, I could we'll be wrong. Allow it. You're going to allow it. <laughs> You're actually a judge. <laughs> we'll allow it. Uh, guys, we'll allow it if you have a particular... If you have a particular um, problem with us allowing that, email us at youth at emmausroad.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. Do get in touch. Uh, it's 2-2 then. If enough people Matt, email, ready? will we re-record the game? Uh, yeah. Uh, do yeah. you know what? If 10, if, 10 people, if 10 people get in touch and say that that answer shouldn't count, we will re-record the game uh, and do it at another time in maybe a podcast okay. or Instagram and we'll... Yeah. we'll We'll redo it, even if I think the result the is the Those same. Those ten people are wrong. Yeah. It's justice, isn't it? Is the thing. It's justice must prevail. No. Okay, Matt. Yeah. It's two-two. Matt's turn. Not including us. Name three members of the Emmaus Road staff team. Natalie, Natty, Jazz. Wow. He knows his people. I know my people. So that's. Um, Three, two, Sam. You ready? Next one. I'm so ready. Name three songs by Hillsong. Um, alive. What a beautiful name. Uh, oh no! Stop. I'm glad that one wasn't for me. I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> alive. What a beautiful name. King of Kings is the most recent one we've been singing at the moment. It's a really good song. Oh, Close. Sam, two down. So it's still 4-3? Four, four, yeah, Matt had easy three. ones. Can Sam still win this? I think he can, yeah, because there's, there's two left for you, Matt, and one left for him. Mm. So if you, get, if you get this right, then no. Um, <laughs> but we get, we get to the, so, we're getting to the business end of the game now, so they get a little bit harder. Sorry for any crackling on the mic. I'm eating a, um, a little lint chocolate ball. <laughs> as I'm wrapping You're going to share? You're going to share? Yeah. Cool. Sure. Pass one over. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Matt. Three Bible characters whose names begin with J. Jesus, Joseph, Joshua. Wow. Loads of time. He's a pro at this game. Mm. Geography mm. and the Bible was clearly your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's five free. Sam, you have to get this one right, just in general. Are you ready? Three things you do in a car. Drive, be a passenger, toot your horn. Very good. Very good. That was really good, yeah. Thank you. Very good. Drive, be a passenger, toot your... Store things would have been an acceptable answer. I do a lot of storing, Mm. store a lot of things in my car. Um, Yeah. Listening to music. Park. Listen to music. Mm. Yeah. Eat yeah. eat food. Yeah. Okay, Matt, last one. Three things you say to a baby. I love you. Gucci Gucci goo. Oh no, why have you pooed your nappy again? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci Gucci Goo. I don't know goo. if the last one was in time. Gucci Gucci Goo, yeah, that's Gucci. the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, you know, traditionally it's the thing people say to babies. I don't think I've ever said that to a baby, but. (laughs) Why have you pooed your nappy again? (laughs) Again, (laughs) wow. Well, I think uh, after Tottenham scores, Matt, you only dropped one, which was your last one, but Sam, you dropped two, which means I think the final score is. um, 
I don't even know what the final score is, but Matt, I'm pretty sure you won. I think I won. Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure I won. <laughs> it, well, maybe it all depends on whether the ball, the winner let the bulldog, um, the bulldog category go. I mean, maybe, what if it all came mm. down to that? Who knows? Uh, awesome. Thanks, guys, for that. That was a bit of fun. I enjoyed hearing um, the three mm-hmm. things that Matt would say to a baby. <laughs> um, but we thought that this week um, we would talk about forgiveness. Um, now, today is Good Friday. Um, it's Easter weekend. We hope you you are all enjoying the amazing weather um, that we've been having this week and this weekend. Uh, and we feel that forgiveness this week is like a really poignant topic for what this weekend stands for. Um, um, but we just thought, I just thought I'd share um, one of my favourite verses about forgiveness. Uh, and you find this verse in Colossians 3, um, verse 13 and 14. And this verse says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us together in perfect harmony. I said at the beginning that forgiveness is something that at some point in our life we've all come into contact with. Whether we need forgiveness um, from someone or we have to forgive someone, uh, we're all going to have either positive or negative memories associated with that word. So it's really interesting that God commands us to forgive people. We're commanded to forgive. Um, And because this verse reminds us that God forgave us first, by dying on the cross for us on Good Friday, which is today. Um, For all the things that we've done wrong, he took that punishment and he took the consequence for all those things, uh, all those things where we've messed up in the past and says if we believe in him, and the Bible says that he's removed these things as far as the east is from the west. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty far. Like, that's how much he's forgiven us. So, like, that's how much he wants to love us. And, Why did God forgive everyone then? Well, the answer is because he loves us. He loves everyone. He created them and God chose to not let the things that people do wrong stand in the way of the relationship that he wants to have with them. So God forgave us and he forgives us. And if he forgives us, sorry, um, then we should be able to forgive others as well. And I was thinking, like, what would the alternative, what is the alternative to forgiveness? Well, that's unforgiveness. And as I was thinking about that, I was like, what is the effect that that can have on our lives? What is the effect that unforgiveness can have on our hearts? And like, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, that, that's, that's devastating. The effect that unforgiveness has on our lives and on our hearts is devastating. Do you know the word resentment means to relive something? Like literally to go through something again, to relive it. So by holding on to resentment, you are choosing to relive something that has caused you a lot of pain. Um, And that can't be good for our heart. There's a really famous quote that says, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And I think that's like so true. Um, It might not be like a quick thing, um, but the more I speak to people and the more I learn about this topic, the more I realise that, yeah, actually unforgiveness does come back to hurt us in the future. Um, So we're going to unpack this together. um, And so... Sam, I want to ask you this question first. Um, what's the worst thing that you've ever done to someone? Gosh, it's quite a tricky question. Big question. It is, um, yeah. I spent a while. Going in I, big. I spent a while trying to think of what what is the worst thing. 
um, and whether I'd want to share it, to be honest. But I think one of the, the things that come to mind is, um, like, quite a few years ago, um, I was hanging out with my friends, and I can't, I can't even remember what happened, but one of my friends had really annoyed me, like, really bugged me, and I left their house being, like, I don't know, just fuming in this horrible mood. And I thought, like, oh, I know what'll help. I'll message another friend of ours and be, like, can you believe oh, what no. they did? They're so annoying, like, so unfair. <laughs> so I, like, fired through this text in, like, absolute rage, being, like, can you believe them? I, I To this day, I can't even remember what it was they'd done, but clearly it had properly wound me up and pressed send, and then I waited a minute or two, then I got this text back, and it was, like, it said, did you mean to send this to me? And I was like, what? That's weird. And I suddenly oh, realised I'd sent it, not to another friend, but I sent it actually to the friend that had really annoyed me. And wow. I had that horrible <laughs> oh, feeling man. where it was like, oh man, I've been caught so bad. Like, just such a horrible feeling inside. And I guess, I, I don't know what's worse, whether I felt bad because I got caught or bad because I was then like talking bad behind their back to someone else but in the mm-hmm. end it seemed like I got what I deserved to be honest because <laughs> I mean it just felt so horrible it was such an awkward situation to to try and get through yeah I think that's probably one of the worst things I've done I wonder how many other people have been caught in that position like yeah <laughs> sending texts to the wrong people and then getting caught out like red-handed for something they've done mm-hmm. Matt what about you um, I mean, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever done. Um, hard to think. There was this time, I'm just thinking what's one of the things I got in like the most trouble for. When I was about 10, um, on my road where we lived, I had a bunch of mates and we were all sleeping over one of, one of their houses one night, trying to work out what to do. You know, it's like one, two o'clock in the morning or something, we still weren't asleep. So we snuck out of my friend's window and um, we stole the little dust caps off of every single car in our road. Um, you know, they're the little, little like plastic caps that go over the like valve where you pump up the tyres. So we nicked it's every single one. It's actually illegal not to have those on your car. Well, that's, that's a shame. So we, um, we stole every single one. Must have been hundreds of them. It took us ages, hours. And um, we nicked them all, all that. Anyway, then um, the next day one of our neighbours knocked on our door and were like, hey, uh, just a few people in the road have been saying that their dust caps have gone missing and we just noticed that your cars are the only ones still with dust caps. And because um, I obviously wasn't going to steal them from my parents' car, right? But unfortunately, <laughs> I'd given myself away. And um, oh, man. man, I got in so much trouble. And me and my friends, we had to spend our pocket money on buying hundreds of dust caps in this huge bag because we got rid of all the ones we stole um, and uh, we had to go to every door ask how many dust caps they needed and then offer to do any little jobs around the house or in the garden man wow. that was like pretty much a whole summer gone it was a nightmare gone so yeah, I regret that oh man mm. I think for me um, I don't know if I don't with this story I don't think there was like one thing where like that was the one thing that I'd done wrong um but in my like group of friends growing up, um, there was this one guy um, who like there was we loved hanging out with him. He was awesome, but he always seemed to be at the wrong end of the jokes that we would play, and at the wrong end of like all the 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 work, things that we would say. So whenever we like take the mick out of people or we like we'd have banter, like he would always be at the wrong end of it. 
Um, like, we loved him hanging out with us. He really enjoyed hanging out with us. Um, but I think that sometimes, as, like, teenagers, we like often go over the line and we'd say things that actually could be quite hurtful and we'd pass it off as banter or we'd pass it off as, um, like, we weren't really being serious and it's just a joke. Um, but thinking about it, I'm like, that can't have been easy to always be the person on the end of the whole group's banter yeah. and, like, the whole group's pranks and jokes. Uh, and I actually remember him telling us once that, yeah, he like, generally asked us to stop, um, like, to stop doing that. And he's actually he actually found it, like, really, really hard. Um, and so I think, like, the way that we treated him wasn't particularly that of a friend. Um, and that was pretty, like, I think that's pretty bad because, like, that wasn't just a couple of months. That was, like, genuine, like, three to four years worth of, like, us hanging out quite a lot together where he would always be on the wrong end of the jokes and the wrong yeah. end of the pranks and, like, the the unkind things we could say. Um, mm. Yeah, that was really, really harsh. Um, and I remember, think, like, as I got older, feeling really bad about some of the stuff which, like, we did to him. I remember once we actually, like, stole his bike um, and he mm. couldn't, like, get home because he had to walk all the way home because we thought it'd be funny. We actually, like, that's like, wasn't a cool thing to do. Um, and I don't think mm. that's, like, a situation that's uncommon in a lot of friendship groups. Um, mm. Yeah. That's probably like that, the accumulation of events and things we did to him was probably like really not very cool. Mm. Um, so do you guys have a story where you've not been able to forgive someone? Sam? Um, <clears throat> I don't think, I'm not sure if I do. I think there definitely will be moments when like people have annoyed me. I've decided, like, I've, I've, to be honest, I've probably made like a conscious decision of like, I'm not going to talk to them for the next two weeks. But I think I've, I've never been that sort of person where, like, ten minutes later I've forgotten that I'm annoyed at them. So I've always, like, seemed to naturally, accidentally be like, oh, no, I'm not meant to be talking to them. Like, why did I do that? Um, always forgotten it. Um, but I think growing up with a brother, especially an older brother, there's probably been loads of times where I've, like, not wanted to forgive him. But I guess living together, you accidentally forget that, like, I don't You just move on so quickly. Um... Yeah, so not a big one, but probably lots of little ones with my brother. <laughs> yeah. I had one that I held on to for ages. Um, like, I think I've... I say I think. I've moved on now, uh, but one that happened like, when I was much younger. Um, I, I play a lot of music, and I have played a lot of music for my entire life. And my, like, goal growing up was to, like, be a rock star. Like, that was my ambition. What do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be a rock star. Um... And so like, I, I thought that, the, the, you know, the best place to start was to start playing in church, the young, naive me. Um, but I played in church quite a lot. And there was this, like, this other guy on our worship team who was a bit older than, bit older than me. Um, and he was like a part of a few bands. Um, and he was like gigging and playing for money and stuff like that. And so we'd always like talk about like the gigs he'd done and stuff like that. Um, and like, I thought it was really cool, the fact that he was like playing music, making money from it, like playing gigs. Um, and then one day he put out on Twitter um, that he needed a bass player for a gig that he'd coming up and anyone who was interested who might be able to cover um, should just get in touch with him. And my friend, my other friend, saw that tweet and, like, responded to him and said, um, why don't you talk to Joel? Like, he's a really good bass player. Uh, and the guy's reply was, no, thanks, I need, I need a real bass player. Like, online, for, like, everyone to see, like tagged me in like I was I was tagged in the other post he's responding to like my friend no it's okay I need a real bass player and like, I was like genuinely working really hard like practicing really hard um wanting to do this for real um and he was like no that I need someone better than that and I held on to that for like a long time because it's like publicly like shamed me and like 
said I wasn't very good at something I was genuinely trying to get much better at. Um, yeah, I held on to that for a long time. I think I've let it go now. Like, I don't really know the guy anymore, um, but it doesn't, I have let that go, so that's good. Yeah. Matt, have you got any, any fun stories? Or uh, I mean, I, well, I have one memory from when I was a kid that, um, do you guys know what a Tamagotchi is? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, for any of you out there listening that don't know what a Tamagotchi is, Basically, they were these little, um, little like electrical things you could put on your key ring. And um, it was basically like a sort of little game where you had to keep a little animal alive by like, you know, you had to press buttons to like feed them and let them sleep and all that sort of thing. Anyway, all of my mates had a Tamagotchi, like every single mate at school. And my mum would not let me have one. (laughs) And man, I was... I was so angry, like so wow. angry, and I didn't let it go for <laughs> ages and ages and ages. I think I'm over it now, like just about. That's but, good. Okay. Man, at the time, yeah, that was awful. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so do you guys have any, uh, Matt, I'll like, come straight back to you for this one, but do you guys have any like favourite stories in the Bible where we see God's forgiveness at work? Yeah, I think for me, um, there's... I guess, obviously, you know, it's Easter, so forgiveness is a big, like, theme at the moment. But I think, for me, one of my favourite stories of forgiveness is um, in uh, John chapter 8, there's a story of a um, Jesus in a, in a town, and this lady gets brought to him, like, in front of everyone, in front of all the crowds. This lady gets brought, who's basically been caught cheating on her husband. Um, and um, in the, uh, like, religious law that they had then, that meant she had to die, which sounds pretty intense. But um, and so the, these guys, they come to sort of test Jesus to see if he's going to stick to the rules. And and they say, you know, this lady's been caught cheating. Um, what, what are you going to do about it? And um, his response is just amazing. He's like, you know, if anyone here um, has no sin, has never done anything wrong, then you'd be the first one to throw the first stone because that's how they would kill her. They would throw stones at her until she was dead. <clears throat> and. Um, so he says, you know, if, if any of you have never done anything wrong, then you can be the first one for, to throw the first stone. And slowly they just walk off. And I just love that thing because I think when I was growing up, I had this idea of God, I think, in my mind that he was like this big, scary guy that was sort of waiting for me to slip up almost. Um, mm. But I think that what I've realised through the years is that the God of the Bible is actually really different. And the God of the Bible is actually seen in in Jesus. We see god through jesus and that the way jesus responds when we do things wrong is yeah not really in the way that we might expect not really in the way of like a sort of angry headmaster waiting for you to slip up but with grace and mercy and um yeah and forgiveness and just really caring for the person that's done something wrong as well as the person that maybe has been hurt through it as well so yeah i think that's one of my favorite stories yeah that's awesome thanks matt what about you sam yeah, I think that one's awesome, man. I, I do love that one. Um, I think for me, the most dramatic, almost, it feels, um, forgiveness is when um, Jesus is on the cross being crucified and like he's he's literally on the cross and must be in absolute agony. And he says, like, mm. Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. I think that's like, mm. I know, just to think of the immense pain that he's going through and this situation, and even even in that moment, he's like, no, like, Father, forgive them. I think that's just, like, absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it just blows my mind because, 
Like, it's not even as yeah, if yeah. after he's like, the pain's gone now and, like, Father, forgive them. It's in the moment of this excruciating, like, he chooses to show love through that and in the pain, not after or before, but through the agony. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I reckon that's, like, one of my favourite stories too. Like, in the middle of everything that's going on, like, he's choosing to, like, forgive people. He's still thinking about what's best for the other people. Um, another really good one is um, in the book of Acts, when one of the disciples, um, one of the apostles at the time, is named Stephen, um, he's being killed for his belief in Jesus. So he's, he's being stoned. Um, and as he's dying, he says, Lord, don't charge them for their sin. Um, like, he said, Lord, don't hold it against them, what they're doing. Like, they were his final words. Like, he's forgiving them as he's being persecuted. Um, and that's a real, like, wow moment for me as well, because, like, Stephen was an ordinary guy, like like us, like me and you, like all the listeners. Like, he was an ordinary person. Like, he had the power in that moment um, when he was he was dying for his final words, say, Lord, don't charge him for the sin. And I think that's, mm. um, I think that's really powerful. And so um, another question that I get asked... Um, I think quite a bit from people is doesn't forgiveness mean that like sometimes people just get away with it um and like my answer to that usually um is forgiveness doesn't mean that there's going to be no justice um I, what forgiveness is doing is is us leaving the justice part of that over it's handing it over to god like it's us saying that we're not going to be the people to deliver justice we're going to leave that to god who is like the perfect judge who is the best judge who is a better judge than us um, and we hand that responsibility over to God. Um, but do you guys have any other thoughts about, um, like, that question? Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think... I don't think that forgiveness means you necessarily get away with it. Um, I think that there's there's two words that really run as, like, big themes through the Bible, and that's um, grace and mercy. And someone once explained to me that those two words, grace, is receiving something you don't deserve and mercy is not getting something that you do deserve as in grace is like getting a gift that you haven't earned and mercy is like not getting a punishment that you do deserve and um i think that the the beautiful thing about the story of the bible is that god says that there is a penalty for the things we do wrong the times when we mess up like there something there does have to be a payment to pay for those things but the amazing thing about Easter and the story of the Bible is that we read this story of where God pays the penalty for us. And so it's not that the penalty hasn't been paid, but it's that someone else is paying on our behalf. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So it's not that we get away with it as such. It's that the, the penalty is paid for someone else, a little bit like what Joel was saying. But I think another thing on it is the whole thing about getting away with it. Um, I do think that although we are forgiven, you can do we can do absolutely anything and God will forgive us. The Bible says that, you know, it's like, yeah, you can do anything. If you're truly sorry, God will will forgive you. And, and that's great. But it doesn't necessarily mean there aren't consequences for the things we do. So, you know, for example, if I'm really mean to my friend, there could be consequences for our relationship. And hopefully that person will forgive me. But it, it could mean that that relationship doesn't look the same anymore. You know, so if I do something wrong with that, if I steal a car. The consequence, I can be forgiven for it, God will forgive me for it, but I still might have to pay a fine or go to prison and there may be a consequence for the thing I do wrong. So, so yeah, so in short, I don't think it's all about getting away with it, but I do think that God always forgives, but I do think there are often consequences for our actions as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sam, do you have anything you'd like to add? 
No, no, I think <clears throat> what you guys have said is really good, and I think you've, like, answered the question. Um, yeah, I think the only thing I would say is that, like, I guess when we choose to forgive, we're choosing to to forget about, like, it, if, like for someone else, the consequences. Like, that doesn't matter anymore because we're choosing to forget and leave that behind. And I guess, like, you guys have explained that, like, consequences are still a thing, mm. but we don't need to be the ones to give them in, in forgiving. <laughs> we're choosing to disregard that, and it's not our job to... To make them pay the price. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, what do you guys think? Well, I'll come to you first, Sam. What do you think happens if we don't forgive? Um, I once saw this, uh, heard this great talk about forgiveness at um, a church I went to before, and the preacher got someone up beside him and gave him a glass of water to hold, and they needed to hold it with their arm totally extended. Um, and throughout the talk, they'd ask, does it feel heavy? Like, 10 minutes later, does it feel heavy? And progressively, as the talk went on, the person was like, no, yeah, yeah, it's starting to get mm. heavy. And by the end, their arm was, like, shaking because they were trying so hard to hold on to it. Um, and I guess that's kind of what they were saying forgiveness is like when you hold on to it. In the beginning, it can't doesn't feel like anything. It's not a burden. It's not heavy. But the longer you hold on to it, the heavier it feels and the bigger impact it has on you. Um yeah, so I guess it slowly eats away at you inside and yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's probably one of the best demonstrations I've seen of the impact forgiveness can have if you don't let go of it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I I I think that's so true. I definitely think it holds us back from like living life to the full. Like there's that great verse in the Bible that says that Jesus come to give us life to the full and this is one of those ways in which it can hold us back from that. Like there's always going to be something like hanging over us. Um and I think when we can't when we struggle to move on from experiences where people have hurt us, it hinders how trusting we can be in the f- in future relationships with people, like meaning we can never be like, as fully connected with others like God has designed us to be. And like that can be re- that can be really hard. It can be really hard to forgive people and t- and to retrust people. But I think it's definitely a process in which God is inviting us to go on um, in order to like let things go and to be able to live life um, to the full. Mm. Matt, what do you think? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think the same. I agree with you guys. I think um, the only thing to add, I guess, is I know for me, uh, lots of times when I, someone does something to me or I get offended or whatever, and, you know, I'm struggling to forgive someone, um, you know, I'll sort of wander around, you know, holding on to that thing and whatever, thinking almost that it's like hurting the person that has hurt me. But mm. I guess the reality is, it's not really hurting them it's it's just eating me up i'm kind of holding on to it and it's making me bitter and you know making me resent them and all of that and but in my mind i can think that they i'm really getting back at them by not forgiving them but the reality is all it's doing is is hurting me so yeah doesn't make it an easy thing but um yeah i think that so um finally um everyone is in a different position with this word like some people have positive associations with it where they've been forgiven or they've managed to um, give forgiveness and it's been like that weight lifted off and they've let things go and some people actually might be genuinely struggling to be able to forgive someone and it's it's not an easy thing to be able to do um so what advice would you give to someone um who can't forgive my first thought is that um the bible says to pray for our enemies in matthew 5 um and that might seem like a really hard thing to do um but I think the first bit of advice I give is to ask God to help us to pray for those people, that mm. God would bless them. And like that might be the last thing we want to do, but 
like asking God to help with that and actually like choosing to do that is really powerful. Um, and I believe that, like, I believe what happens then is as we pray for them, as we ask God to bless them, our perspective of that person shifts from how we see them to how God sees them. And like Matt, you were saying earlier, there's nothing that we can do. There's nothing that anyone can do that God won't forgive. And so actually if, um, God like sees people and he loves them and he wants to forgive them. And so when we can see people through the, that lens, um, yeah. that can go a long way in helping us um, to forgive. Um, Sam, you got any tips? Yeah, I guess thinking of like times when I found it hard to forgive people, I think often I've had to go back and like ask myself, why can't I forgive them? Like, is it because maybe they've done something and I've, I think often it's good to go and speak to them or like really ask yourself, what am I, why am I still holding on to it? What is it that I need to do? Maybe, maybe you need to speak to someone about what's happened and um, not in the way I did in my story earlier, but I guess go honestly and be honest with them, but not in a behind their back way. And I guess just really Mm. try and figure out why you can't let it go. Do you need to speak to someone? Do you need to talk to them? What is it that you need to figure out and work through, I guess? Yeah, that'd be my yeah. tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, finally, what about you? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think all that's really good. I um, I guess, um, I guess sometimes uh, it, it can be easy to talk about forgiveness and it can be easy to talk about the theory of how you forgive someone and not let it eat away at you. I suppose, you know, for people listening who may be, really bad stuff has happened you know maybe you've been really really badly hurt and it isn't as simple as you know just let go of it um you know there's something really big that you're holding on to i guess my my advice my encouragement would be to to talk to someone who you trust about that and help you process it um you know a teacher a parent a youth worker um a friend whatever but um you know i think i think forgiveness often can be a process i don't think it's something that always is just in the moment you you choose to forgive and it's gone i think sometimes it's stuff you have to work through and like sam was saying i think sometimes you need to talk to the person i don't think always that's possible you know there's times when it's not possible to talk to the person about it but you need to work that through with someone else so that'd be one bit of advice i'd give um and i think the other thing i'd just say is that um i think there are times when we forgive people and hopefully that relationship can be rebuilt say someone's hurt you or in a friendship or whatever and you can forgive them and then you can be mates again I think that's great um I think there are times when people do stuff to us or hurt us in a way that means that it's actually not healthy for us to be in that relationship you know maybe someone's been really treating us badly or manipulating us or even abuse and things like that you know and I I think that um it's important to draw a distinction between um forgiveness and um and maybe always being best mates or spending time with that person again hopefully that is the case but I think there's times when really big stuff happens that might mean that you forgive that person you let go of the thing that's holding you down and that you're like resenting them and there's bitterness and hurt and all of that let that go but it doesn't mean you necessarily need to spend time with that person again and I Mm. think sometimes you know if you're in a situation where something you've been in a dangerous situation um trying to find a way to forgive someone and to walking through that with someone you trust is really important but making sure that you don't put yourself back in a situation where you're going to be hurt again um yeah so i think that's the only thing i'd i'd add but yeah 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 i think it's really um i think it's really cool that we we're talking about forgiveness as a process um mm-hmm. and like we have to choose to start that process um 
and then it's going to be a ride. It's going to be a bit of a rocky journey. We're going to have days when it's really easy and we're going to have days where it's really hard and there's going to be boundaries and lines which we're going to have to work out and figure out how we live life now going forward when we either carry this pain or we're carrying unforgiveness. And I think... Um, I just think the best way that we can finish the, this podcast off now is just to pray really quickly. Um, I'm sure that everyone has um, an experience of forgiveness, as I said, whether it be positive or negative. Um, but right now we're going to pray. And so if you're if you're listening to this, actually, this is something that you're dealing with. This is something that you're like struggling with. Um, firstly, we you know we really want to encourage you to get in touch uh, with yeah either your parents or your teachers or your youth workers or your collective leaders. Um, and then secondly, yeah, I just want we just want to pray for you. So if that's you, why don't you just um, like put your hand on your heart um, and I'm going to pray. Yeah, Heavenly Father, we thank you um, that you f- have forgiven us for all of the wrong things that we've done. You've removed our sin as far as the east is from the west, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Lord, we invite you into um, our process of forgiveness. Um, as we think about the times when we've been unable to forgive someone, um, or we think about the hurt that is being caused by people not forgiving us of things that we're truly sorry for, um, we invite you into that process and we ask for your for more of your spirit, Lord Jesus. Would you guide us along that, um, that path, Lord, um, into a place where we can live life to the full once again? Yeah, Lord Jesus, we ask for your peace um, in our lives right now. Amen. 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 Awesome. Guys, thanks so much um, for joining me today. Um, It's been awesome to have you. Um, We've got loads coming up this weekend for um, young people at church, young people at Emmaus. Uh, Make sure you are tuning in on Sunday for our Easter Sunday uh, live stream. Um, We release these podcasts every Friday, um, so do check back in next Friday. And make sure you're following Emmaus Road Youth on Instagram, E-M-M-R-D Youth. Um, for like challenges, for thoughts, um, for Bible verses, for loads of fun content and fun material um, and ways to help you stay connected um, at this time of isolation. Um, So see you again next week. Well, we won't see you, but we'll be with you again next week. See you later, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye.